Hey everybody, welcome to episode 31 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Crystal and Andrew. How are you guys today? Doing great. Doing well, Zach. How are you? I'm pretty good. My lines are not as good today. Crystal, you're always talking about your lines. Look at mine. That's poor fish right there. Where am I? Am I on the bottom? You're the third one. Yeah. Oh, I have good lines. We all look about the same right now. It's very different. Okay. Let's keep it going. Uh, Listeners, we're just talking about... That was a good visual. That was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listeners, consider this your midweek check-in, checkpoint. Still haven't decided what's the proper word there. We'll think it, think about it for next next week. For Valley Creek, uh, we'll talk a little bit about last Sunday, this coming Sunday, and announcements and all the good stuff at the end. All right, let's jump right in. Last week, we had uh, a slew of sermons, three of them to be precise. Uh, God works through humility was the title we had landed on as we talked about last episode. Uh, again, I say this every time, we're not going to spend too much time summarizing that. You can go back and listen or watch. Uh, we're going to talk about discussion question number two. It is, Samson's hair signified commitment to the Lord, but his heart and actions revealed a different reality. How does pride prevent us from acknowledging our weaknesses and failures to ourselves and in the church? Hmm. That's a big one. It is a big one. It's a good one. Yes. Yeah, I think for... As I thought about that question, I think for different ones of us, depending on our personalities, pride can kind of take different different forms. It isn't always the like over the top, um, arrogant or you know loud, boisterous thing that we sometimes think of when we think of pride. But it's just this. I think in the church and with ourselves, it can be this belief that. I've got to earn my position or I've got to, you know, make it look like I've got it all together. And we wind up in this cycle of everybody trying to act like we're okay. And everybody trying to act like we've got it all together when we're all struggling with certain things. And we're, we all have areas that we need somebody else to come alongside us who's stronger in that and encourage us and lift us up. And so the Lord's placed us in the body to, to work together and to um, kind of serve one another and encourage one another, but we kind of miss out on that even just by our desire to make it look like we've got it all figured out. Right. And I think to jump off of that, when we are in that place of looking like we have it all together and trying to be okay, I know for me sometimes even, justification comes in with pride because when you're in the middle of something, you start to justify, oh, this is this is why I'm right. This is why I'm right. It's okay. And then that just feeds into you're okay. And you aren't reaching out to other people. You aren't trying to walk with others because you're okay. So I think justification also plays a part in that as well. Right. Yeah, pride for me has always been a very deceiving thing. Like I forget at times... And I'm sure we all do that. God is the provider of all things, of mm-hmm. all successes, of all failures, of all. He gives you every little facet of your life is provided by God. And so, when things are going well, you think, "Oh, I'm doing pretty well on my own." You're not on your own ever. And so, then when things are going poorly, you think, "Well, I was doing well on my own. I'm going to keep. I'll fix this on my own, and then I'll save God for the big stuff." Right. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, it's like it, it prevents me. Just as, like I said, I'm sure it prevents all of us from from really acknowledging that we need help, that God is the sufficient provider for us, and that we need to turn to Him. 
because we're like, well, I, I ruined it on my own. Let me try to fix it on my own, which it's, it doesn't work like that, you know? But yeah, I would say for me, that's definitely where it comes in. Yeah. A uh, book recommendation on that question. Um, the Imperfect Disciple by Jared C. Wilson. Tagline is grace for people who can't get their act together. Ooh. And as we think about what it means to follow Jesus when we follow him and make that decision, right? It's an, a confession and acknowledgement of our sin and our imperfection and our need need for him and his grace. And so it's a humble act to follow Jesus. And yeah, it's deceiving when we begin to believe, which we all do, as you said, Zach, that you know when things are going well, it can be easy to believe that, oh, I'm doing pretty well and I've got this. But at all times, we're depending on him to provide for us. Yeah. Great book recommendation. We'll have to start like a mm-hmm. Valley Creek book list. That can be really tricky, be though. Fun. Not to get too far into it, but a lot of times someone will write a great... I've heard this at least a couple times. Someone will write a great book. Everyone will be all over it for a few months. And then later on, he's preaching a sermon. And he says something just a little bit like, eh, I don't, I don't know about that one. And then everyone's got to be like... All right, well, the book was good, but we don't necessarily... Mm. But yes, that does seem like a great great place to start for that (laughs) subject. You guys run into that at all? Like, just been really into a picture? Yeah, Yeah, that can be. For sure. Why do you you have to say that? We were like, (laughs) he was one of the good ones. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's move on to this week. Uh, I keep guessing on the titles. It's on the planning document. Is it still God Reigns as King? Maybe. Yes. Okay, it is? It is, yes. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's it. And we are talking about Saul in the context of 1 Samuel. Is that still correct? Yeah, we are. We're really just taking a look there at what it means for God to reign as king in our lives and how his desire is that he would be the king who reigns in our hearts and in our lives. And so we're just taking a look at that with the story of Samuel and with Saul and the people of Israel and at times... Often their their failure to follow God and submit to His reign as King, and how we see that impacting our lives and the call to to trust Him. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Um, something that's really stood out to me in this last little bit of our Unbroken series is just how frequently it seems almost like a sitcom in a sense. Where like next episode, okay, guess what? The Israelites. Uh, were not doing mm-hmm. what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and next episode, guess what? They were back. They were not <laughs> yeah. under the good graces of God once again. Um, as you all have been writing uh, the the devotionals and things like that, how have you seen that kind of played out? What are some things maybe that, not even there, that specific point, but what's something that stuck out to you as far as this last little bit of... Um. If that's too specific of a question, maybe what no. what has the impact of the devotional writing been on, on you specifically? I think it's just been interesting diving into those passages. I really love the Old Testament um, and all the patterns and the history of it all. Um, so I've just really enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, it is funny. I was writing one on Judges 13, 14 this morning, and I was like, oh, well, here we go again. The Israelites making bad choices. Um but it is interesting because it mirrors that grace of God and that unfailing mercy and ability to use broken people for his unbroken plan. So I it's have kind of been fun. I get to write one every other Friday, which is very enjoyable. But 
as infrequently as I, I get to do that, I still forget to do it. So, Andrew, my, uh, sorry, forgive me for being no. so late on last Fridays. I, I literally posted it at like 11 p.m. or something. Um, <laughs> but it, as well, I'm trying to figure out, like, what is the theme? Because the interesting thing, Andrew, did you pick out the specific passages we'd be focusing on yes, for yeah. the schedule? You had, it was like, le- leading up to that, and then all of a sudden it was like, uh, whatever my last one was. And I was like, okay, that's very specific. And it's not like the last one was the chapter before it. So what was I supposed to get out of that that was so significant? <laughs> uh, which I guess I could have just asked, like, what were your thoughts on that? But uh, mine ended up, I ended up fixating on the fact that um, I'm completely blanking on his name. One of the judges. Yeah. Uh, was. With the fleece, with the, oh, mm. where yes. he was like, yeah. Gideon. He was, yeah, Gideon. Gideon was like, hey, do this thing. And he was like, all right, now do it again. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are we allowed to do that? Just be like, yeah, do it again. <laughs> um, I'm sure that wasn't what most people fixated on, but no, it was. Yeah, it was good. Was, yeah. It's, it's been interesting to see the themes yeah. kind of pop out. Like mm-hmm. the Israelites just not they didn't do what they were supposed yeah. to do and, for like the majority and, of the and judges especially. You just get this refrain like the people again did <laughs> yes. what was evil in the sight of the Lord again, again, again. Over and over, and but also again and again and again, God was gracious and merciful and delivered His people. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts you had about while well, we're on the devotionals subject? No. I, okay. Yeah, we'll move on. But yeah, uh, yeah, listeners, if you haven't been checking those out, and I'll admit uh, guilt there as well. I haven't read today's. Um, honestly, haven't really taken a dive into those this week. But they are. Uh, they're truly, I think. A beneficial part of of the whole series, just getting to tie that together. You get to see each staff member's take, uh, which is interesting for one thing, but then also just to get to connect that to the the Sunday morning and the. Uh, um, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, check those devotionals out, listeners. Yeah, subscribe. I like that it comes in my email every morning. Yes, which that's interesting because when you look at the the site. It's like, oh, only like some odd people visited the site. It's because they're reading it in the email. I'm right, like, yeah. oh, that's incredible. So, yeah, you can get those emailed to you. Anyway, that's the end of that pitch. Um, let's move on to some announcements. Man, I'm uh, all over the map today, guys. All right, so Jacob Russell. Let's talk about this young gentleman. He <laughs> is being presented to the church uh, this Sunday in view of calling him to the uh, Student minister position. Yes, there will exciting. be a vote uh, every service, and you will be able to vote even if you are online at our live stream. It's going to be a very easy process. Just tune in, and we'll uh, explain it all there. Anything yeah, we no, else we need to talk forward about? To, looking forward to that, and praying for for Jacob, and uh, thankful for the our search our student minister search team and the work that they've done, and bringing Jacob to the to the congregation. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Again, continue to be in prayer for, for him. Um, that's a very nerve-wracking thing. You know, we've all been there, kind of like, is it going to be a thing or not? And uh, just pray for God's direction and guidance. And uh, he's put him here for us to vote on for a reason. So let's uh, let's uh, see it through. All right, treats in the park on a little less, uh, little less serious note. Uh, it's going to be awesome. October 31st, 2 to 5 at uh, Freeman Lake Park. If you haven't seen the promo video that Luke directed, it's a great video. You need to check that out. It's on Facebook, YouTube, the whole gamut there. And uh, 
anything else we want to share about that? No. No. I, th- I think it's come be, on out. Enjoy we're gonna wear a cute matching sweatshirts. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Not dressed as country singers. No. No. Just, I, just no. orange sweatshirts, but not the not a like a bright orange. Yeah, it's not like safety orange. No. Or a Tennessee orange, like just an, for those who might be concerned about such things. It's like an orange sherbet orange. Yes. Do you guys say sherbet or sherbet? Sherbet. 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 I've always said sherbet. 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 <laughs> sherbet. I don't know. Oh, also, orange sherbet is really good with coffee-flavored ice cream. Side note. That's all. Yes. See, I think, you know. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I feel like treats in the park sounds really fun. Donut. Yeah, it, yeah, does. it does. It does. Sounds it really does. fun. All right, mm. we're looking forward to it. <laughs> October thirty first. I might have said December earlier. It's the you guys know when it is. All right, let's talk about Operation Christmas Child for just a brief moment here. That is coming up. Collection week is November sixteenth through the twenty third. You guys have any info you want to share on that? If you are interested in packing a box, there will be some of the pre printed shoe boxes and information available. At each of our campuses this Sunday, you can start picking those up and packing those um, on your own. There's a new way you can do that even this year. If you want to, we'll have a link. You can go to the Operation Christmas Child website and build a box online. If you don't want to go to a store and what? shop around and find all the things, cool. if you're more comfortable doing it that way, at twenty five, I think it's $25 a box, you get to select everything that goes in what? your That's box. That's super cool. Yeah. And so there are different ways you can be a part of that. And then even like with collection week coming up, um, that'll be hosted at our South Wilson campus this Mm -hmm. year. And so we'll have opportunities for people to get involved and volunteer with that as well. Yes, we are uh, rebuilding the page from the ground up as we talk about this. Started last afternoon, yesterday afternoon rather. But every ministry that we're going to be talking about on the podcast today um, is getting a new page on the ministry tab of our website. So there is a you know, if you go to vcbc.org, look at all the tabs. There's one that says home, one that says welcome, blah, 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 blah. There's one that says ministries. There will be a page for each ministry that you hear about there, and that'll have links to everything you need. I just want people to be aware of that because it's not super self-explanatory, but uh, that's that's very exciting. All that information will be there. Fun. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Room in the Inn. Again, that, that kicks back to Andrew, if you wouldn't mind to tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Room in the Inn is coming up. The season is December through February every year. Valley Creek's night is Friday night, and so every Friday night we're responsible for um, hosting guests and we so and providing snacks on Friday night, providing breakfast on Saturday morning. Um, that's going to be hosted this year at a central location, um, and so there will actually be a little bit less set up and tear down and those sorts of things each week, but we still need plenty of people to help out with that. There are um, plenty of safety and health precautions put in place um, for volunteers, for get, for hosts, and for, for our guests to keep everybody safe. But specifically, we need volunteers that would provide snacks on Friday evenings, people who can host our guests um, on Friday evenings from about 5 o'clock until 9 o'clock. And then we always need help for people who are willing to stay overnight with our guests and host overnight from about 9 p.m. until 7 or 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. And so we need 
four people each week to do that, two men, two women. And so if you would be willing to, to do that, our, our goal is to get enough people so that we could have four teams and rotate those on a monthly basis. And so if you would sign up to do that, we would hopefully be able to have everybody work, work three times and over the course of the season, once a month. And it's a great opportunity to be involved with a ministry that reaches a population that you might not normally be involved with and might not normally get to know to build relationships with with the guests there and to show the love of Christ to them in a really tangible way. Yes. Um, We could probably do a whole podcast on Room in the Inn, but um, I have heard nothing but great things from people who have volunteered for that ministry and I mean, it's one of the, I would say almost one of the most enthusiastic volunteer groups. Um, But like every ministry here at the church, if you see people that have already volunteered, that doesn't mean that all the slots are filled. Because as much as people are willing and ready, the last thing people want to do is have every single night of the, you know, like the more people we can get involved, the better it'll be for everybody. People don't get burnt out and worn out as easily, so... All right, Crystal, do you have anything as far as updates for children's ministry or everything's kind of running smoothly at this point, it seems like? Things are going. So we added nursery last week, so nursery started up again. Uh, that really went really well. Um, also, special needs is now available to register online as well on the link. All right. So there's that. But yeah, things are going really great. Teachers are loving it. Kids are enjoying it. So all right, fun times. Well, uh it feels like a good week. Feels like a good week. Feels like Sunday's going to be Sunday's coming. It's going to be a good yeah, day. I don't know. It just is. feels like that. I don't know why. Um all right, let's talk about a crazy thing really quick. Um Halloween is coming uh October 31st. If you prefer not to call it Halloween, that's fine. We're not going to judge here. Um do you guys have any um Halloween traditions or if you don't do the Halloween thing, do you have any like fall evening sort of what are they called? Harvest traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, what What have you guys done in your families? What do you do as individuals? I don't know that we have any real Halloween traditions as a family. I mean, obviously, we were doing some trick or treating and stuff back in back in the day. But uh, since that time, it's usually been a time um, where churches, or at the church that I've been involved with has had some sort of opportunity to have an event or reach out in the community. Um, and so that's kind of been what's filled most of my Hall- Halloweens, and that's kind of been the been the tradition for me. But, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't really have many Halloween traditions. We did have harvest parties. That's what we called them back All in right. the day. Harvest the grand parties. harvest party. Um, our family, we always had pumpkins that we would – we didn't carve or paint them. So we made costumes for them, and we <laughs> we dressed our pumpkins cool. as pilgrims and put them out. So we had pilgrim pumpkins. Speaking of... I don't continue. do that anymore, but oh, okay. it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, speaking of pumpkins, and you might be able to have some input on this, Andrew, I don't know that I saw... Did you have pumpkins out at your home I did. this year? Yes. I, I just... Yeah. Everything fits so well, I just didn't focus on any one specific thing um taylor and i carved pumpkins this year and millie before we were able millie's my dog if people are not familiar 
before we were able to carve the pumpkins, she ate the stems off the top of the pumpkins. Oh. We were like, where did the, st- where the stems go? <laughs> it was Millie. And as of this morning, uh, I haven't even told Taylor yet, Millie, we, the way we carved it, there was like a central part and the, the surroundings had been carved out of the pattern. She pulled the central part of the pumpkin out. So Taylor just now has a hole in the front. Um, so <laughs> oh, golden, doodles, golden doodles do not tip. Uh, maybe just Millie does not enjoy, you know, meticulously carved pumpkins. <laughs> she just wanted to eat it. So. The stem doesn't sound very yeah, appealing. Yeah, no, she, she just likes to chew things. So I think that's mm. that's where it comes in. It's like a little bone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Halloween traditions, my family, you know, when we were kids, we would do trick-or-treating. My brother and I had the misfortune of being very large people through our whole lives. You know, as kids, we were like, we looked 16 when we were 11, you know? Uh-huh. So um, by the time it came around that all of our friends were like, yeah, we're going trick-or-treating, my mom had already been like, all right, people are already giving my boys weird looks. So we didn't trick-or-treat for very long. And then, you know, we would do the, do the typical, watch Disney Channel Halloween uh, classics or whatever, mm-hmm. and then uh, the uh, sugar cookies with the pictures on them. For I mean, they sell those all year round mm-hmm. for every holiday, but for whatever reason, Halloween was always the time when we were like, let's get the ones with the pumpkins. But yeah, it's an interesting time of year. It's not not really mm-hmm. a Christian or, you know, originating holiday, um, but it is fun. You know, you can really have some fun stuff there. But then, obviously, since I've been at the church, we've either done trunk or treat or community outreach, trick-or-treating sort of things. So. Yeah. October is honestly one of my favorite months of the year. Yeah. I love October. It's when you can start wearing jackets, really, here in Kentucky. Jacket um, season. Mm-hmm. Cider season. Oh, Hot chocolate season starts in October, I feel like. Yeah, I'm pretty boring, so I just like to sit out around the fire pit, even on a cool night. Enjoy the fall weather. Yeah, Ooh. it's a good time. Yep, that's about it. That's not really a tradition, but <laughs> it is now. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, that'll be. I don't know. I said that in like my. <laughs> and now for the October traditions of the. No, okay, that's dumb. Let's move on. Uh, that's the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's been a nice, cool t- twenty-five minutes or so. Uh, so that'll be it for us. Make sure you subscribe if you'd like to listen to these once a week. We try to keep them under 15, but it never happens unless Scott's on the podcast. He keeps us straight on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll always uh, you know, be throwing in the goofy stuff, but we always do <clears throat> make a good attempt to talk about some really more in-depth ideas about what's going on with our sermon series and our ministries, and so it is a great way to stay up to date. That'll be in my monologue. You can check us out, vcbc.org. Uh, we have services every Sunday, 9 and 10.30 a.m. Uh, at Springfield, and then there's a 10.30 a.m. service at South Wilson. All those are also live-streamed on the website, and you can check those out in perpetuity on youtube.com. They're all hosted there. And so, Andrew, do you have something yes, else? Yes, we forgot, looking back to last week, we had a great night of worship here oh, yeah. on Sunday of evening, course. looking and just kind of worshiping around the idea of the sufficiency of Jesus and how he's enough for us. He's all we need. And so thanks to Luke for putting that together and for Zach and Jacob as well for leading in that. So you can find that on the yes, church that, YouTube that's page still as well. On YouTube. So, yeah. um, I thought it was a great night, and I think yeah. it was really a testament to the sufficiency of yeah. God. It was just we didn't pull out the, the flashing lights or the colored backgrounds or any of that stuff. It was just three guys playing instruments and and singing and the whole mm-hmm. you know the whole church was joining in on that um 
it's a really close equivalency on the live stream, but there is a little something, just a little more, I don't know what to call it, when you're in the room and you kind of hear that around you, but um, still yeah, a magical... congregational singing is, yeah. Still a magical yeah. time, I'm sure, as as far as the, the live stream. So go check that out. You can rewatch that a hundred times if you'd like. Yeah. But mm. thank you, Andrew, for bringing that up. Um, so that'll be it. Um, come see us this Sunday. We'd love to see you at service, uh, whether that's online or in person. Uh, both are uh, awesome. Both are awesome to see our church family coming back and, and, and really focusing on worship. So we'll end the podcast here. I think it's been a good chunk of time. I've talked enough, I know, but I'll pray for us, and then we'll end the podcast there. God, we come to you today, and we thank you for this opportunity to just uh, gather together as staff of this church and have a good time talking about you and uh, talking a little bit about the, the gifts that you give us in our daily lives as well, God. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to, to just come on here and uh, be a little silly, but also be a little serious. God, forgive us where we fail you. Forgive us for our prideful nature. Um, let us truly make much of you, make less of ourselves, and realize that we don't have it and that you have it all. Uh, God, again, thank you for Valley Creek. Thank you for our continued uh, growth and uh Please be with the members of this congregation, the listeners of this podcast, as they go through their daily lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.